From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang went off black. True Detective bombed its second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. All right, DC Chat and another three-episode week this week. Very yeah. excited. No super girl. Thank God. I knew you would be excited about this. <laughs> I actually got really nervous. I sat down to watch it and I thought I'd missed the recording. I thought I'd missed out on Supergirl and I almost texted you and I thought, no, 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 just let this ride out. With the risk of getting in there tomorrow and you guys going, hey, all four shows are back. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> looks like we can't record until tomorrow, guys. Sorry. But uh, we're all here. Are they all yeah. back next week? Yes, yes. Okay. Because you guys have said there's a some sort of weird crossover happening mm-hmm. between Supergirl and Flash. Yeah, yes. the cartoon. Oh, not the cartoon. Hey. <laughs> Is it a cartoon? No. no. But you, you have had fears about that. Well, not fears. Well, I don't know what do you know, it is. I think a cartoon would be better than what it is actually going to be, to be honest. But that's just my All opinion. Because right. Sarah doesn't watch Supergirl, Supergirl unless it's a full crossover. Now, last time there was a full, full crossover, it, yeah, I got lied. Sarah to watch it. And we got to the end and went, well, that was a waste of our time, wasn't it? So <laughs> will this be a full crossover or not? From what know. I understand, it's going to be very much like the... Um, Supergirl and Flash episodes of that big crossover where you get a little bit of the Supergirl flavour actually coming into the Flash episode, which is where they really properly cross over, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe It probably doesn't really work without Supergirl setting it up, but all the crossover fun is going to happen in the Flash episode. And does that have anything to do with... Um... <laughs> look at the look I'm getting... <laughs> Hey, you can tell me well, if you like. Of, no, no, no. But at the end of the Flash, Jesse Quick goes to another Earth. All right, look. Look, I we're going to get into it. What we're doing, I think we're going to get into it. Otherwise, <laughs> we're, we're all over the shop. A lot of questions. Mitchell, whack up your time codes like you normally do. People know how to use a podcast thing. Hell and yeah. uh, let's get into Flash. Flash. <laughs> how do we do this? To thing? infinity and right, beyond. So I'm pissed off again. Same reason as last week. Different show. I saw Wentworth Miller in the oh, bloody... Yes, oh, yes, same, same. And so the whole time I'm thinking... Where is he? Oh, is he going to... Did he go... When he got exploded, did he get exploded into the Speed Force and therefore Barry's going to go in and he's not going to bring Wally out. He's, he's going to rescue Captain Cold and that'll be cool. But then I quickly realised that that's not the case. But it didn't stop me from like a third of the show. I'm sitting there going... Oh, no, it's not. It's just a... And who are those beings? Are they... Because I got the feeling that the Speed Force... The Speed Force... Has the time rates. (laughs) Yeah. Right, so the the Speed Force time rates are like the, I guess, the police? The law enforcement? Little little agents of the the time, of the Speed Force. So are those manifestations of um, Eddie and Hmm. Captain Cold and... I forget the other one. um, The original fusion guy. Oh, yeah, sorry, Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie yeah. that's right, um, yep. Are they manifestations 
of the race. Uh, 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 yeah, or are speed they force. are they in Barry's head and is what he perceives? Well, the way or... I take it, he's, he's inside the speed force, and the speed force, while being like a thing, it's also almost a person in in some in some respects. It's like the thing has. A brain, in a way. Let's 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 break it down to the level that he is inside the speed force, but the speed force is communicating to him by appearing as someone from his past. So, so they're he, not beings. No, there's not multiple beings that live in the speed force as entities. That's not what I no. take from it. Like the the Eddie and Ronnie and Captain Cold are all the same being. the same person. Thing. Well, they're all the, they're all the speed right. force. Yeah. Like he could talk to the wall, it's just as good as him talking to Captain Cold. Everything sure. that he sees is within the speed force. It's just it's so much easier for him to communicate with an embodiment of a person yeah. and one that he has known from his past, which does kind of piss me off. It it pissed me off towards the end of the last episode uh where he was in the speed force towards the end of last season where he got two, three, four people deep where he's talking to them only to realise they're not actually them. It's the Speed Force messing with him. That's what this was. Like, by the end, he sees Captain Cold and he's like, oh, you, I was always wondering what happened to you. And I'm like, dude, that wasn't Ronnie before. That wasn't Eddie before. Mm. What makes you think this is Captain Cold? Surely this is going to be the Speed Force guy. But then didn't you think the same thing when Jay showed up? Yeah, and I he actually was uh, the real Jay. Yeah, no, I actually didn't. I, 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 I pieced together what I thought must have happened, which is what he revealed happened. Okay, Cisco. that's actually when I did start to question it in my own head. I'm like, I bet you, Cisco has realised what's happened. He's then contacted Jay. Yeah, he's put Jay in there, and then when Jay said that exact thing, even though I'm part of the dumb audience and I thought I'd come up with something clever, as soon as Jay fed that information back to me, and I'm like. Well, that sounds too good to be true because I thought of it and I'm never right. <laughs> yeah. You should have paused and uh, written down to us, time stamped, and uh, another get into geek prediction. <laughs> we would it would have counted, dude. Yeah, okay. I got the feeling that the Speed Force wanted him to fight. They were saying to him, "You need to fight. You need to, you know, stand up and make shit happen." And Jay was kind of the catalyst for that. Mm. So I thought, is this the Speed Force doing that? So, but yeah, it fooled... Well, it didn't so much fool me, but it, it definitely had me guessing, right? That we Was he real? Was he not? And he was. And he's in there. What a sacrifice. Yeah. Everyone sacrificed themselves except... <laughs> well, he went in to to sacrifice himself. Yeah, but somehow he always gets, you know, oh, no, it can't be you. It has to be somebody else. Well, the, spe- oh, yeah. the Speed Force did say it needs yes, to be. Yes, I know. It's like the Speed Force has a soft spot for him. Maybe yeah. he's the one who has manipulated it and taken the, uh, the to the, the least amount and, and taken the least amount of advantage of the Speed Force than any other speedster out there. I would like to think Jay as well, but the Speed Force really had a thing for, you know, Hunter, for Zoom, and really wanted to go after him. We know for a fact it is chasing through the uh, Time Wraiths, it is chasing Ebad Thon through Legends. Did the Time Wraiths get a... A name this time was it Solomon? No, that's what he referred to. Um, the 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 Black Flash, the old Zoom character that was cha- that is chasing Thrawn through uh, through Legends. That is Zoom. So he said he saw him. He goes Hunter Solomon or whatever his name is. That's Zoom's alter ego. Right. Yeah. Okay. For yeah. the majority of season two of the Flash, he called himself Jay Garrick. But then we found out that Jay Garrick is in fact that Earth version of our Flash's father. And that his real name, in fact, was Hunter Zolomon. So right. yeah, he okay. recognised him straight away so as confused. being. Yeah, it is. Yep. I'm sorry, what I just said probably didn't help at all. But 
Off the back of that, what we're just talking about, can I make a prediction? Yes. Oh, here we go. go yes. For it. We've been, we've been. I think we theorised <clears throat> last week that Wally, you know, was going to become Savitar. Savitar. Yeah. Yep. Jay. Jay has sacrificed himself, but Flash has also said, "I'm going to come back, and I will save you. I'm going to find a way to get you out of here." He goes, "Well, look, I'm happy to sac. I'm happy to." Take one for the team because you helped me out by freeing me from Zoom. Oh, dude, that's a stretch. But well, I mean, we'll note it down. Yeah, note it down. But he also <laughs> said stretch. he's Salav. What is his name? Savitar. Savitar has said to Flash that you have you were the one to put me in my prison. He in is, the when, future. In the future is when did I do that? And he goes in a not in not too distant future. He goes you you have done this not too far from now. But he didn't put him in there. Cisco actually put him. Well, in there. He, well put him he, in, he put himself in there. He, he yeah. did put himself in there. But we also know that through eternity of being stuck in the the prison that is the Speed Force, his mind became twisted and evil, and he has just one track mind revenge. Against Barry, aka the Flash, oh, so wow. through through eternity of sitting there thinking about it, he has come to blame Barry. Through what I'm thinking is Barry's inability to come back and rescue him. Barry said, "I will be back." He says, "Well, I'll take your time. It's okay. No pun intended." Um, but look, I'm here. I'm sacrificing myself for you to pay you back for saving me last season. And he's went. Well, don't get too comfortable, Jay, because I'm coming back to save you. Didn't last week, Savitar say you created me? Hmm. Mm. Yes. So how did Barry create his alter, if that's the case? If it is Jay, how did Barry create Jay? Well, not I, I've not I'm not taking that as he created Jay. He, he just created cre- he Savitar. created the persona that is Savitar, oh. yeah. that alter ego of Jay, by leaving him stuck in the Speed Force. There is a line that Savitar said said in this episode, and I wonder whether it helps or not. But he said, I think he said it to Jesse when she confronted him. I know everything that's happened. I've already lived it. Yeah, I thought that was... That further cements that he is there and one of them. Yeah. Because he lived... In the current time. Yeah. Because mm. what did he say to her? I know, I knew that you'd come... Savitar could still be Julian. I mean, he's still the, uh, you know, the, the odd person. He is, and he kind of was... In the background, looking at everything this week, a, a little suspiciously as well. Yeah. I don't know whether that meant anything. Look at Terry. She's keen for it. <laughs> I'm wondering whether the payoff that I never got at the end of last season might be helping me come up with this prediction. Uh, and that was that before we got revealed who Zoom actually was, that uh, for, I don't know whether we discussed on the show or you and I just did in private, Ben, or something, that Zoom was going to be another Earth's version of uh, of well, um, Barry's dad and that he was going to have to come face-to-face with his, a.k.a. father yeah, and have to definitely. kill him or battle him or something yeah. and how much that would hurt him. And I, I Zoom had been revealed to be who he was before he killed Barry's dad, but I just thought... Yeah, especially if if the man who killed Barry's father bore the same face, that could have been interesting. That wasn't how it ended up working out, but I just wonder... If- I hope you could be right. Anything could be right, I guess. Mm. Uh, I really hope it's not that. I well, so, hope no, so it's do I. not, Jay, because firstly, he's always good. Out of all the shit that they go through, he's always the guy that's there for them, it yeah. seems, which is great. And... I don't know. It just seems like it's another one of Barry's 
mentor slash mm. people that he father figure that turns bad against him. Yeah, I just it would be just another repetitive storyline. Maddie Gibson will be jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is, but um, I don't know. Is that where you get the emotional gut punch from? Because if Savitar just turns out to be some nufty, you know, that lives down on the street and has always been jealous of Barry and then found out he was the Flash and blah, 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 or something, do you care? I oh, know. I hope it's somebody. I yeah. hope it's Wally, because then I'm right. But, <laughs> but I would still get that emotion there. I, well, maybe it's Joe. Mm. Maybe it's, I don't know. It could, I think it's somebody we know for <coughs> sure. Julian. <laughs> I actually thought it was a genuine sneeze there for a second. So very good. That's, that's, that's one of the best I've ever heard. Um, yeah, I, 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 I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong too because I, I love seeing Jay show up because they even play his own little special music Easy. score underneath, and yeah. you just yeah you get the sense of like oh here's an old school hero, and I like the the, the tease too, the the Captain Cold persona of the Speed Force saying. You know, look at you, you're getting slow in your golden age because yeah. he was the golden age version of The yeah. Flash. So that was a, a nice little wink there. But, um, yeah, I always, I always like when he shows up and the fact that whatever he says seems to be right. Any advice that he seems to give Barry seems to be the exact advice that he needs. He's, he's, I don't think he's ever been wrong in ever, anything he's ever helped them with. He just seems to be the go-to guy that they unfortunately don't go to enough because he helps out so much. Well, he has his own Earth. Yeah, he's got his own Earth, about, which about. is Earth three. We worked out because his at the Earth... end of the episode, Jesse Quick was right. going there. Mm. Okay, that because I wrote down. Hang on, because she was she was so high and mighty with HR that you know on my Earth I am the Flash. Yeah, and then she said, "Well, at the end, Earth three needs a Flash." And I'm like, "Well, hang on. Well, if you're not on Earth two, doesn't Earth two also need a Flash?" Well, like it, to me, it didn't make exactly any sense. Exactly what I wrote oh, down. Really? <laughs> Who's protecting Earth two? Exactly. That she has the time to. To go a, to Earth be at three. Earth 1, and B, go to Earth 3. Instead of Earth 2, yep. Criminals yep. all move to Earth 2. <laughs> yes. Do your worst. Yeah, just that was absolute sloppiness in the room. Maybe writing. Harry's got something going Who on. Who writes this crap anyway? <laughs> <laughs> but it does play into, I guess, uh, Savitar's line, I've got plans for you. Maybe this is all part of the plan. Did yeah. anyone think that, I mean, cause, because we have already been discussing for a while now that Savitar is a person that we already know. So mm. we've already d- decided amongst ourselves, Savitar is a person. And yet in this episode, it was like they'd only just realised, oh my God, Savitar is actually a person and you can hurt him in between the armour. Yet every time we've watched it, we've kind of thought the same thing, you know, in between the armour, you can actually hurt him. Mm. But they've only just realised that well, now. Well, not for, not for any moment at all have I imagined that Savitar was a robot. No, Or some I mean. other creature. Mm. No. I thought it was a, yeah. a human a or a person. But yet they, the show, has only just decided oh, my God, Savitar is a man. Like, and I was like, like it was well, a revelation. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like I thought, well, didn't we always know that? Maybe to them they think that we are under the assumption that he was, like he said he was, a godlike character. That, yeah, he maybe he started off as a man when he's Jay or Wally or Julian, who I just realised we've all got different predictions about who it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be person number four uh, in the end. But, um, yeah, that he started off like that, but through becoming one with the speed force that he has taken on you know god powers and then he can't be um can't be hurt but i thought the same thing like when 
they revealed that to the audience essentially i'm like yeah so what there was something i think i wonder whether it was the flash at the end of last season there was this big reveal and and only through that oh i remember bringing up on the show here and thinking did we not already know that are they oh that's right the fact that he went to the future at the start of this season the fact yeah. that he jumped in the future it was a big thing and I'm like I didn't realise he'd never done that before mm. he does so much time travel he's went back in time and then come back to the present he's never went into his future but I'd never really thought that he couldn't do that it was just that he hadn't so but he has hasn't he when he and this is what I brought up before with Wally when they're doing their, their racing against each other when Barry accidentally did a time jump and then he relived a whole day mm. Wasn't that essentially going forward in time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because then he had to... That's right. He saw how shit was going to end and yes. Iris died. Yeah. Or there was a tidal wave no, out there in the was a time, No, yeah. but that was him going back in time. Going he, back. He lived it and then he went back to the day before and stopped ah, it. Ah, right. Yeah, so he has never went forward in time. But that, okay. that was a big reveal that they're, they're sort of throwing at the audience going, how, how big's this? Can you believe it? And all of us sat back thinking... Oh, was that supposed to be a big thing? And I think that's what this is with with Savitar as well. It's like he can bleed, he can die. Thanks, Predator. It's like, well, <laughs> we yeah. What do you think he's wearing armor for? So he can't be hurt. I don't know. Mm. And to hide his face so that we yeah. get to see that. And the, the, the gaps in his armor the whole time. I've been thinking, why don't they just mm. go in between the gaps? Yeah. But all in all, it was for me. I've thoroughly enjoyed the episode. I wrote hardly any notes at all. I just sat back and loved it. Mm. What did you guys think of the the breakup? Well, can we go back to the first part, (laughs) the first interaction with Iris, where Barry's about to go into some well, oh yeah, she's very like, and she's uh, like, yeah, (sighs) I love you. Not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lucky she said, I love you. I was about to throw my phone. Oh, no. See, I'm like, was... she's saying that just in case it's the last thing he ever yeah. hears. I didn't buy that for a second. Yeah, of but course. But I'm glad she said it, but you're right, because that look that she had, I'm like, oh, don't you dare walk away from yeah, him. I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, and she said, <laughs> and, then, and then he decides at the end to, to do the breakup. And even Jason was like, well, you got the ball rolling, Iris. Yeah, Which exactly. So why is she upset? She's yeah, exactly. the one that started the whole... And no, she gets to stay in the apartment. Yeah, and yeah, It's a killer the... apartment. <laughs> I'd want to stay there. Who knows how they're affording it, but it's beautiful. Exactly. But you're right, because he used her own argument and logic to break up. Well, not break up with her, but just to say, you know what? You were right. When you said that I did this for these reasons, I didn't even realise I did, but you made me realise what I was going through and, and subconsciously why I decided the things that I did. I'm like, yeah, you, I mean, you could be angry, but it all comes back to kind of you putting those doubts about having doubts in his head. Yeah. Um, but again, brings up my question from last week, the whole paradox, is this what has always happened? I mean, he said at the end of the episode, I'm not going to try and change the future now. I'm, I'm going to let it happen. It. I'm going to embrace it and use what I know about this solid future to beat him rather than trying to change it and adapt to the change, making him adapt to the change. So has this whole not engaged, him going to the future, seeing not a ring, coming back, giving her a ring to change the future, her finding out about that, taking the ring off, her then at the end of this episode, ring sitting on the table as if I'm willing to put it back on and then him telling her not to until they fix it, has all this happened before? Because right now she's not wearing a ring. We know for a fact in the future she was never wearing a ring. Has he changed anything yet anyway, or is he just reliving the same day that his future self has already 
you know, laid out the okay. path. So I've just realised, and this may be a stupid question, but when Cisco vibes Barry to the future, he's standing there in front of old mate. Savitar and mm-hmm. the uh, and Iris, right? Yep. And she gets stabbed. You can't run there quick enough. So why doesn't Cisco just vibe him on top of them, so he doesn't have to run anywhere? He's simply there. Because they, are they actually there though? Are they physically when he vibes them there? They're actually. Yeah, they're not able to stop anything. They can't interact with anything when they vibe to the future. Okay, sure. Yeah. All right, well, scrap that. But you mean in the, when it happens. If Barry can go to the future, why doesn't he just go to the future and then all of a sudden there's two Barrys there? Mm. Yeah. Or three or yeah. four Barrys. Well, we, well, we still don't know why. I mean, other than him telling Jesse and Wally, I don't want to endanger you, why isn't he having... Jesse and Wally there to back him up. Hell, Jay, go break him out of the Speed Force. Find a way to do it. Why hadn't he thought of that up until now? Because well, one of the future things they had HR on the roof shooting, didn't yes. they? Yeah. yeah, that happens. But um, we find out in this episode when Jesse went to go fight Savitar like an idiot. She's like, oh, "I'm going to go do it. Ugh. I have to go do it." So, well, I wrote notes about that. <laughs> and thankfully, HR <laughs> being the off. smart one, going, eh, "Maybe you shouldn't do that." And he actually said the words. One speedster isn't enough to beat Savitar. It's like, yep. well, yeah, that's why we need to get all three of them running at different directions, different spots, hiding from Savitar. Come that future, if they all work together, they might still fail, but that's the best chance they got. Yeah, have one of them hiding behind something and just come flying out. Yeah, and again, it's... unless this is supposed to be a secret hidden by the writers, like we've just been discussing, that come that episode where we know that future's about to hit our present. Are we supposed to be surprised and they go, hey, you know what we should do? Let's get Jesse and Wally to help out. It's like, duh. <laughs> it's like, well, that's what we've been screaming about for three months, guys, since you came back. You know, what are you doing? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But it was a good episode. Oh, it was a good episode. Yeah, it was good a good, good watch. episode. It was. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Legends. Legends. Okay. So, um. I love bloody making the beginning. Sometimes we screw things up and make them worse. <laughs> So true. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say about this. Is am I the only one that enjoyed it? I enjoy it, but it's so rubbish. The first bit where we get to see in 1965, I think Rip takes Grandpa Man mm-hmm. back and yep. uh, says he's just be go forth and think. prosper. Something. And then two seconds later, they walk through. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I, I was going to go back and see if it was in one shot because it would be cool if it was one shot. And I think it was. Rip into rip. That's kind of cool. I, I rewound it as well. And I think um, the, the first rip, before we see him come in the, in the back stairs, the rip that just dropped off, um, Captain whatever, it was in front of a green screen or something. Like, right. And as soon as he left shot, then it sort of went to the real shot, right? So, okay. um, but yeah, it did. It did look very good, though. It, it looks good, really it looks good. Cool. But you know, um, go back five minutes earlier. <laughs> Just five minutes earlier, <laughs> idiots. Because you know what, we had a problem the other week. They set the precinct. They could go back to a certain second. We know that for a fact. They idiots. betrayed that the episode later. This episode goes back to classic legends where they don't only contradict past episodes, they contradict their own episode, and in this case, contradicts its own scene. <laughs> this, ep- this this show is is getting very, very good at being so bad to itself. 
Yes. It's self-harming. Because the point of that scene, well, not the point, but what it showed us was that they can, again, pinpoint a very second to go back to. Now, he gets there and says, oh, I would have just been here a second ago. Then bring in your point, Ben. Well, you're in a time machine. Go back to five minutes earlier. And then we then to assume that when they go back to the ship, we go, ah, oh, we missed him. That then, was they, so they, frustrating. They, they've had a conversation on the way back saying to each other like, well, you know, we can't go back because <laughs> no reason whatsoever. <laughs> like, as soon as they remind us they can go back to a specific time, they then move on from it because they can't go back to a specific time. Would they risk running into themselves, Doc Brown? I was about Brown, to say that, yeah. Because they're there and all of a sudden they come back two seconds earlier. Yeah. And then is it the grandfather paradox in itself, pardon the pun, where because they knew that they went back earlier... <laughs> they needed to go back earlier that they their future selves didn't know that they needed to go back so then they just always were in a loop of going back five minutes too uh, late. No, but potentially. I don't think that show is going to worry about this sort of stuff. And, and I think that very nature of the grandfather paradox, like... I don't know if this show has has raised it or another time travel show, but they, you know, the the idea of going back to kill Hitler. Now, if you go back to kill Hitler then Hitler's not around for you to think in the future to go back and kill Hitler. So therefore, you don't go back. Therefore, Hitler doesn't die. Nothing's changed. Which like, is the grandfather paradox. Yeah. Well, I'm like, okay, great. But that sort of ruins the idea of time travel. So it's not like that's a great argument as to why, whether time travel is or isn't a logical thing. But it's like, well, while we're dealing with a show about time travel, I think that should be an exempt example in a way. But there was that movie a couple of years ago called Project Almanac. And this kid keeps failing a high school test. So when he, he, he fails it, next day he gets time travel powers or whatever, he goes back and he still messes it up. Bang, the scene starts over again. He goes back again, still finds a way to stuff it up, goes back again. I never thought about it. I was just watching the movie as it was and I, I had a friend make a complaint after, let's just call him Maddie. It's not Maddie, but it would be <laughs> a version of Maddie out there. And they said, well, you know... Fine, they go back once, but once they go back again, wouldn't sort of the the second repeat run into the version of themselves going back for the first repeat? And then when they go back again to stuff it up, wouldn't third repeat run into the second repeat trying to make up for the first repeat? It's like, oh, it's it's just a movie. You know, like we say, it's just a TV show. It's just a movie. Don't think about it. The third, fourth, and fifth repeat people basically render any other previous repeats irrelevant from that scene and they're only ever dealing with the original so that's I guess what the problem that we would run into in this episode is had they have seen they've missed out where superhero man has been dumped off by Rip they go let's go back in five minutes they would not only see the original there Rip dumping off superhero to go and find his life in 1965 but they would also see their ever so formally previously uh, previous selves just about to miss them so they would not only have to get to the target, but also have to miss out on seeing their five-minute previous selves from missing him then. Does that make any sense? You know what I'm talking about? Why are you guys here? Why are you guys here? Yeah. I can't tell you, but go back five minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I somehow don't think this show is sophisticated enough to Oh. <laughs> oh, I would never say that. <laughs> so, yeah, Sarah's still captain. But that was yeah. just very awkward it to was. watch the whole... It was. I thought even I if he wasn't as good, I would have thought that as soon as he was back, he'd just be 
up to full speed, well, he is the captain. He's the captain. It's his ship. It's not her ship. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was odd as well. Very odd, very awkward, and why? Because how long has it been? Six months? Not even? A few months? Yeah, we can say that. A couple of months, yeah. A bit unbelievable that here's Rip Hunter with all this experience in everything. Yep. And here's Sarah who's just, no, we're just going to do it. I know science. (laughs) And bumbles her way through. Very good, and she's got great ideas. Obviously, she is running the team, but... Yeah, I think Rip should have just been, well, Rip, welcome back. Yep. Kept your seat warm. Here you go. Yep. I think one more interesting way to get to that point, rather than him just looking a little bit upset about it and then coming to the end where he says, look, you're a better captain than I ever was anyway, maybe those two have that conversation and it gets a little bit personal. We get into the character a little bit more where she actually says, look, I know you're back, but I can't help but think of the fact that the last time we ran into each other, you were trying to kill me and everyone else in this team. Mm. I know it's you, but I just can't fully trust you at the moment. Let me get past that. And then he himself thinking, okay, you know what? I want to prove myself to you. Yes, that's fine. You take control. I can see that you're able, but I will be good by stepping back and proving to you that I am who I am. And then come the end of the episode, he goes, you know what? I don't need the captaincy because I can see that you're a better captain than I ever was. But instead, it's just, you know, her pushing on, him being angry about it. and Well, he was sulking. Yeah. I don't think that's true to his character. No. And admittedly, his character's been screwed with over the last few weeks, literally, with his brain chemistry. Yep. But I just, it wasn't any rip we've ever seen as, as sulking. Mm. He's a take-charge kind of guy. If we were to look at the rip hunter that recruited them to the rip hunter that was there drinking alone, it's two different people. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, he has been through He's the ringer. He's been through a lot. So maybe he did deserve a <laughs> drink. It's a wonder they're sticking with that, though, because as we know from season one, um, old fire bloke, what's Rory, Mick, prison break. Am I going, getting the right names? Yeah. Mick, yeah. Yeah. He, he, was a, he was an agent of the Time Masters for tens of thousands of lifetimes. Yeah. And he's still and he's the same still... bloke we met in episode one. Yeah. They, they just sort of yeah. conveniently forget that these people have changed over the years, yet... Conveniently, again, for this particular episode, it works out that Rip is different. Yeah. But, I mean, even if he knows something like the uh, the Vulcan mechanical mind meld that they did to mm. get inside Rip's mind, you know, he's the only one that knows anything about it. I'm going to need a beer. <laughs> Better make it a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Something else that pisses me off at this show is that they never learn the lesson that we scream at them. Nate now is the one that wants to save his grandfather, send him back so his father has a father and then is a better father to him. And I know you guys don't like Amaya and think that she's just a bit of a ring-in, but she's the only one that actually seems to be the one that gets the time travel thing. Mm. Here's all these people that are the experts, so to speak, in time travel, but you've got Amaya coming and going, "Um, that's stupid. And you know what? It was stupid. (laughs) It is stupid. Shit out. It's <laughs> waiting for it. <laughs> no? No, no, I, I agree. And that itself wasn't as in your face, but the the whole idea of the grandfather paradox was there too, because if his father has a father that is present throughout his life, then his father's life changes, therefore his life, Nate changes, he doesn't become a historian. Bye bye steel man. He doesn't therefore get to find the ship at the bottom of the ocean to then go yeah. back, rescue the whatever. But then he's not there to go back and help his father. 
So does it ever happen? Forget about all that. But you're right. Yeah, all of them have had their own little moments where they've wanted to manipulate time travel for... Let's call it the Jackson Barry effect. Jackson did the same thing too, didn't he? With his, yeah. his dad. Yeah. Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And then, and then the week before, you've got Ray saying that Amaya needs to go back to him, which is another interesting part about it, is that he already knows the past can't be screwed with because he's not going to keep banging Amaya, well, apparently. And then he's going to screw up his own... It's just stupid. Really, I just it annoys me. Like, guys, you've all had a crack at wanting to do personal things to the past. Move on from that. Mm. You should be higher and better than that. Because who knows? We'll have another crossover episode and you'll have bloody Diggle or someone say, well, come on, guys, why can't you just go back? And then you, I guarantee, <laughs> Mitch, I'll hear the implosion from your house. <laughs> you'll have someone like Jackson going, no, you can't do that because it'll X, Y, Z. You guys have been doing it all season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What I did like out of it was seeing, uh, oh, what's his name? The, the Gray? St- no. Uh, no, Steel Man's grandfather. What was Hank. his moniker? Hank, that'll do, yeah. Just how, like, you know, do-gooder he was, but, you know, Mr. Patriot, Captain America style, where, you know, Nate had all these ideas that he was going to take his grandfather back to 1940. And he gave him a promise. He's like, oh, wow, is that even a thing? He's, yeah, he, we, we can do this for you. And then Amaya's talking him out of it, saying, no, you'll screw with the timeline. And then when Hank found out and he said, why wouldn't you tell me that? Why would you tell me that the, the, the personal gain that I could get could sacrifice the good of the future, you know, and he was ready to just continue on with his life. All he wanted to do was see his son and see his wife. Then the opportunity to go back and never miss a day with them. Oh my God, you just give me all the new hope in the world. And then it's taken from him immediately, but he was okay with it because it meant that the mission, whatever the mission was, there was no choice for him. No choice. And he was okay to accept that. And I love a character like that as as much as it maybe doesn't allow you to you know, have much character development and challenge them. I just like someone who's very black or white like that. That's good. That's bad. I'm going for good. In the face of, you know, all the adversity, uh, adversary of... of, of uh, I'm not even speaking properly. Of time travel. <laughs> you know, I like that. And then he ended up, you know, sacrificing himself in the end anyway, which was a, a nice scene. I mean, he died a horrible, horrible way, but... Would have been fast. Yeah, it would have yeah, been I was quick. thinking that. Would have, he wouldn't have felt a thing. It's... Or has he turned into a supervillain now? <clears throat> prediction? Maybe a prediction. Oh, no. Did Nate, in chatting to his father, change the uh, future as well? Like I was um, wondering that. Like Grey did and then end up, ended, ended up with up a daughter. Ended up with a daughter. Yes, I wondered that too. Because he still, at, to a degree, interfered to a big degree. Well, yeah. You know, you've got this person who's in NASA, a very, um, you know, young and impressionable kid who's hearing from a guy from NASA. And so had he been to, like, did he go to NASA in the uh, in the previous life? Like, had he ever been to NASA? Yeah, I would say, because I think... Yeah. Um, didn't Hank, if that's what his name is, the grandfather, didn't he say, oh, I always mm. wrote in uh, competitions for him on a cereal yeah. box oh, or whatever? Okay. So he'd fixed okay. that up before the legends had ever arrived. So I'd say that the, the son had, yeah, arrived at one point, and I guess they would have met then because he never would have been on the ship. Or, again, has all this happened before? 
Oh, I see. It's yeah. We're down the rabbit hole with <laughs> yeah. this. I want to get into a bit more of a black and white logical question. <clears throat> I guess it's in a spaceship, so maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't Sarah just fly away from the rocks, the asteroids or meteors or whatever they were? There wasn't there a reason for her to do that because Rip was telling her to, to not do what she was doing, and Sarah, being you know Sarah, I'm I'm woman, hear me roar, I can do what I want. She just. I'm sure she did actually say why she was doing that. Yeah, but then at the end of it, she flew I off. I don't know. And their engines work as soon as they're in the atmosphere. What? Mm. They they almost burn up, and it's, I'm thinking, well, they're going to hit the ground, aren't they? Because they've got no engines. Oh, no, when they're in the atmosphere, their engines work. They must have atmospheric different engines. I, I don't, know. don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a TV show. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was an interesting take on... Uh, NASA's 1970 security precautions. Because <laughs> they're letting anyone in. Yep. I'm sorry, young man, did you get lost on did the tour? Did you get lost? What? This should be one of the most secret places in the world. <laughs> and you've got all these British guys who, what, you guys are here? Yeah, we're from Britain. Oh, okay. Take a seat. Yeah, and start singing. What, a, what, what the hell like, is that? What does he do? Oh, he's a man of few words, but he makes up for it in personality. Good enough for me. He asked what he did. What was his expertise? Oh, he doesn't talk much. Fair enough. Give him login access. <laughs> oh, it was far terrible. Out, honestly. It was so bad. And then the, sing- the singing. I know. I mean, it was funny because it's Victor Garber, and I really like Victor Garber, but... But why? And then why did it go and on for why? so long? Yeah, you and know? why that song? I don't was there know. a reason? Like, it really was didn't there fit. A, I think that was about I don't know. it. But it was bizarre. It was funny. It was funny. It was. I I wrote that it was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> there you go. Well, um, I, do you know what? Yeah. Out of all four of them, it's the only one that that takes the piss out of itself. It you know all the others have so many holes and plot flaws. But they take themselves seriously. This has holes and Except plot Arrow, flaws, and they don't kind of really care. They just go with the fact that that's who they are, and oh, I think that's why I enjoy it as much. We're assuming they're going Whereas with it. Whereas Arrow is yeah. so serious. Part of me thinks they don't actually realise that they've got plot It seems to us, it's like, well, they have to be making fun of themselves. They have to be. Ha- well, that's the thing. We hope they have, to, they have to be, but there's a good chance that they don't know. Now, here's a question. Do the legends kill people? Is that a thing? Have they killed before? Because I know that Barry's all um, like, I can't kill. And... I think they've killed bad people. I'm sure they have. All right. Well, let's assume they kill people. They yeah. Didn't they kill um, Vandal Savage? Isn't he dead? They had to kill him in three different time periods, yeah, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. So they're killing bad people. But they didn't kill Thorn. Is that where you're going with they've that? They've got Thorn on the ship, right? He doesn't have his powers. What angle do we need to get into the atmosphere? It's 38. 38 degrees. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're going to land. All right. So before he gets his powers back... <laughs> let's... Let's put a bullet in his head. <laughs> and, I don't know, chuck him out the airlock and vaporise him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, it made me so... I'm like, kill him! Kill him! Kill him! Just kill him now. Just... No, no, no. Just, just get... Oh, and consolation, you don't have time to get the spear. He's a speedster. He does have time. He'll be around the ship before you've even finished your sentence. Yep. Shit out. I hated that line. Ever since you said that the other week where (laughs) Gray said, if only we had more time to fix whatever problem it was at the time. I'm listening. Every time they say the word time, I'm listening for it. And that was 
prime example. So you weren't, you don't have enough time to check this shit. And I'm like, he could have checked it seven times in the time that it took you to say that. So don't just mm, shit oh. out. Now on that, um, well, well, actually, first of all, what did we think about the idea that without gravity, the speed, um, their speed powers don't work? Was it without yeah, gravity or without yes. an atmosphere yeah. or something? Sure, without gravity. why not? No, no, I just want, like, as far as like... Supergirl, no sun. Keeping in canon uh, how it... That and that sets a precedence for for Barry as well. Not that he's going to space anytime soon, but kind of a cool way, I guess, to render them How do you useless. Know? How do you know? Well, I don't. Maybe know. in the crossover next week. Mm, hey, you can maybe. put earbud into an anti gravity chamber and then yep. shoot him. Bang! Dead. No pun intended. That's just yeah, it's good. That actually yeah. is a good point. Maybe they'll construct a jail and trick him to go in there. That'll be some sort of anti gravity mm. thing. Yeah. Watch this see. space. Yeah, I don't know if anything will happen, but just watch it. Now, with Ebard, we saw at the end of last episode, he was a doctor, something to do with testing uh, the Jack Swigert astronaut that was on Apollo 13. We find out that he's taken over his body at the start of this episode. He knocks out the other two, played by Tom Cruise, uh, Tom Hanks and Bill Paxton <laughs> in the film, and the Kevin Bacon of uh, Ebard Thorne reveals himself now, come the end of the episode, Apollo 13 sets sail for Earth, and I'm like, okay, well, is Ebard going to be on back on yeah. there and assume the identity of the other bloke? And it's like, all right, we're calling a truce right now because we both need each other to get back to Earth. We can't do it by ourselves. So they go their separate ways, and then we see, you know, Ray, Roy, which one? Adam. Ray. 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 Hop back onto the uh hop back onto uh the time ship and uh and then for Ebard to hop back onto Apollo thirteen and they go back to Earth, live to fight another day. No no no, Ebard's on the ship and Apollo thirteen goes back home with two, two of the guys. three astronauts. Yep. Presumably and half the landing and module. And half the landing module. Now as far as they know, the astronauts. We're probably to assume, too, that they wake up with no memory of what happened to the other bloke. They don't remember being poisoned. Even if they do, they were poisoned or knocked out by one of their fellow astronauts. Who is not on the ship anymore. Who is now not on the ship. <laughs> Where's the landing gear? Holy shit, he landed on the moon. Where is he? He has to still be on the moon. Where else could he be? And they never mention it. Now, okay, we're following the legends. We're not really following NASA from that point on. Hmm. But still, I guess the story though from that mission was they never landed on the moon, right? Yeah. So nobody in that ship that returned to Earth ever landed on the moon. So that's true. But they can't make the movie if there's only two people in there. They have to rewrite the movie Apollo 13 now. It's to be redone. Yeah, I kind of want to just just one little mention that... like, oh shit, we slightly changed. <laughs> they history. slightly changed. History, Sorry, yeah. yeah. I mean, Apollo yeah. 13 never worked in our in, in our timeline, but. It's slightly different now, and you know, possibly Kevin Bacon's character guy he goes down as a saboteur of the of the mission. But sure, that doesn't matter to his he, parents well, and family. Well, he would just disappear from public life. They would just never have a, a shot of him again, because you'd see the other two astronauts would do all the interviews, and the third guy who never went on the thing. Well, actually, they would but just prep him. Where is the real third guy? Because Thon pretended to be him. Like Either he killed his... him, drugged him, tied him up. Maybe he'll resurface and, you know, it wouldn't even matter. They would just, they'd just kill no, him off. It doesn't matter to the show, but I'm just thinking how that history is so messed up. It's like, where are you? Well, oh, but, uh, I've been my... locked in my basement for three days. I'm uh, pretty sure you're in space. 
You were going around the moon. Weird thing, though. Then we, NASA we got had there. him committed. We, fe- yeah, we, we fell asleep, and then all of a sudden, you're back in Kansas. How does that work out? Don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they'll okay, make mate. up a story. They'll make up a story, because uh. NASA, never a straight answer. And you know what? Legends, never a straight answer. <laughs> 17 questions, two answers. Move on. Well, let's move on. Arrow. Okay, so... Um, Holes, 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 lots of holes. (laughs) Seriously. Take it away, Terry. You, yeah, please. I don't know. Dig your hole. (laughs) I'm not digging a hole. Arrow's digging its own friggin' hole. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, Talia. My first question was, you know, Talia knows all about Prometheus because she's like... He, you killed his father and you killed my father. Now, we already knew that she was Talia al Ghul, right? Yeah, yeah, we knew. And then she eventually revealed it. If she's Talia al Ghul, as she is, right. she would be very, very, very well aware of her father's regime and their rules and their codes of conduct. Yes. And the fact that her sister also didn't like their father. And he basically challenged Oliver to like a duel. So Oliver didn't just randomly decide, I'm going to kill you and kill her father. So she should know that, which renders her entire argument completely just... Well, not only that. Void. She also also said that she openly had disagreements with her father. Yeah, so why is she so... Why does she even care? Yeah. But that's not a hole in the story. That just means that she's a psychopath. Move on. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, please continue. No, it's a hole. Okay, next one. Um, so they all know now that the team know that Chase is the the Prometheus. He's the bad guy. Yes. Um, oh, what's her face? The girlfriend Susan is Susan. at the police station with um, the dad. The dad, yeah, Quentin. Yep. Quentin. Yeah. And then the DA shows up, and she's like, "Oh my god!" You know, because he's so bad. Yeah. yeah right yeah. at the end. Right. Yep, yep. And then. Two minutes later, the next scene, Chase is with Oliver. Okay, so they all know that Chase is the bad guy, but they didn't stop to think, hey, maybe we should follow him and he might actually go to where Oliver is. No, we can't do that. Yeah, but he's a pretty dangerous guy. I mean, and can slip. Like, he. what's the point in trying to... Well, what, imagine if you followed Oliver. You just wouldn't. The other idiot have used his dumb T-spheres that do f***ing all <laughs> and chased... Chase with his teeth, like followed him with his teeth spears. What do those things? But he wasn't do? there, though. He wasn't no, there at the no, police station. I know, no, but, but and I, I mean, think too, like Oliver has spent weeks and weeks and weeks of this show, as ridiculous as it may be, not having any luck in being able to track Prometheus, even directly from a fight. I don't see. Quentin yeah. being able to go, you know There's what, no way. I can do it. And then Why d- didn't they put a tag on him? Because Oliver spent five years of this show ditching his detail. Uh, and this person nah. is the same as and, him or and, better. And another hole. Okay, so now Felicity's with Helix, who have all this information on every single person in the world and stuff that she didn't even know about and blah, blah, blah. blah. But they don't know who Oliver Queen is. Well, yeah. Do we see. never do they? Oh, come on. Was, yeah, well, maybe no, they, they do. They never specifically said we don't know. We, That's exactly ne- right. They might say, Felicity, come on. We know what you do with Oliver She Queen. should have been able to find that. The, but she has access to that, so she should have been able to see it herself. Oh, the wow, friend. Were, 
Or, no, Felicity. Yeah. She's already, she's been in Helix and she's accessed all of their stuff. And she's the one that said, oh my God, they've got information on everybody. But she herself has never said they even have information on who you are and who, do you know what I mean? I just feel like there's a lot of convenient. Yeah. I mean. Bullshit. Logically, I think you're searching for hate. Yeah, I think you are too, to an extent, because logically, while that might be one of the first things she would do is, oh shit, I'm working for a superhero who also happens to be the mayor. I wonder if they know that. We can't say that, oh, they don't know it because we haven't specifically seen them show or we haven't heard them say, we don't know that. I think we're just assuming because we haven't been told that they do, where, well, you're assuming that they don't. I'm, I'm not. Totally disagreeing with you, but I don't know. I don't want you to search for the hate, Terry. Don't search for oh, the hate. Do you have any more to. holes you'd like to bring up? Um, if I could read my writing. <laughs> it was scribed with a fist. you <laughs> in blood. Yeah. No, what I did think was cool, though, was Anatoly. He actually said to Oliver, because, you know, when he dressed up in his arrow suit for the yeah. first time, and Anatoly said to him, one day she'll be the source of your greatest pain. And then, like, ten minutes later, she actually and, and shows years up. In the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, yeah, well, yeah, but I meant in the, in the show. Yeah. She shows up and she's working him. with him and shoots him. Yeah. 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 Which I, goes to prove point A of my filling in of your hole she's that a she's a psycho. psychopath. I didn't like that line, though. That line was purely for that reveal this episode. Like, he said, well, what are you wearing? And he goes, oh, I'm wearing this mask and this hood because a person told me to channel my anger through this mask. He said, oh, that doesn't sound like the right thing to do. That Whoever told you that will probably come back and bite you in the ass eventually. I'm like, well, really, though? Didn't need to say that. They didn't need to say that, you know. Yeah. I, I just felt like that was just a line to remind the audience that she probably can't be trusted. But we kind of know that because 20 minutes earlier, she flat out told Oliver who Prometheus was and also said, I hope he really hurts you. And I like the confrontations that he's always had with the Al Ghuls, that they're really fighting each other, but they don't necessarily always come to fisticuffs. Like, he can actually travel the world to go see her, and she says, that guy that's trying to kill you, hope he does. Yeah, I hope, uh, hope he succeeds, because I really hate you. I want to kill you, but he's going to do it, so I'm just going to uh, I'm just gonna let him. I'm like, yeah. you guys should be punching on right now. He should be trying to save his life. You should be trying to, to, uh, to you know. But I still just think the re- her reasoning for wanting Prometheus, it was just... So shit. Oh, because you killed my dad as well. Like, it was Rachel Ghoul and it was a <laughs> fucking challenge to the death. And oh my gosh. We don't know her reasons or motivations. She yet. said, yeah, you killed my dad. She's a psychopath. You yeah. my dad. I'm a Terry, though. I, I would be very surprised if we find out any more about her. And I hope that we do Ooh. because it but is. Then I'll join, I'll jump in the hole with you. We'll have a little <laughs> sand pit together. But I think there's still some scope for them to explain a little more about Talia and why she's so bad. And maybe she has an ulterior motive. Maybe. What I really want to know is, and this is a genuine flaw. Are you ready for this? Yeah, definitely of ready. Of course, she's ready. Yeah, bring it on, Ben. So they have no money, but Oliver smashes up all I their know. shit. Where are they getting all their money from? I've asked that a few times. Who cares? Times. I'm going to smash um, up everything we own. Right, right. Oliver chucks a tanty and breaks everything. I was hoping that would be part of some long con that, you know, he would give up the location of the yeah. Arrow Cave, essentially, and that by the time police or whoever would come down to search it, that it would be all smashed up and it was part of some plan that he had. And it may still... 
But I think that the way that they did it and showed it and revealed it and all that with the audience, I think they would have wrapped that up in this episode. Yeah, and and you said the word wrap up, and it, it is a point that I would like to bring up that is getting a little tedious. We now, everyone knows who um, uh, the bad guy is, Prometheus. We mm. still don't know who the vigilante is. Well, I, oh, is that, that where you were going? No, no, I'll, oh. I have got that written down. Oh, okay. But as far as the DA goes, well, the public doesn't know, but but we know. Surely somebody should, like the, the press conference that Oliver did with the DA, it's just awkward to watch that. Like, yes, we know that they both know and that's awkward. It didn't really bring the tension that I think it was designed to do. It just made me angry that Oliver's jumping through these hoops to go along with this in the next scene of his play that he's designed for Oliver. It's just a bit much. I want to see it wrapped up and I want to see somebody just go, you know what, I'm over this, bang, you're dead. I wanted Oliver to go, you know what, I may find Susan, I may not but what I am going to do is kill you right now. It just doesn't make sense yeah. that he doesn't no. just kill. Like and having Quentin her in hidden the... as the reason why Oliver can't kill him, well, of course they're going to be able to find well, her. Well, well, what about Quentin, right? In in where you said before, Terry, where um, Susan and Quentin walk into the police station and the DA's there. Susan's safe. Yeah. Just shoot him in the head right there while he's not looking. He won't be expecting it. Maybe he's got some... Tali Rao Ghoul's super ears or something and he'll get out of that as well, but maybe not because he won't be expecting it. I half expected Oliver at that press conference to turn around and go, this guy is under arrest and arrest him right there in yeah. front of everybody. Yep. It just, it, it was a bit tedious and drawn out for And even me. with um, the, the police guy, when after Oliver gave him the USB stick, when he walked out of the station, you saw the, the vagrant. It's like, come, it's, it was just... So obvious that the vagrant was going to be yeah. someone stabbing him. But I mean, yeah. like it was obvious because it was only going to last for two seconds. Like I don't think that was meant to fool anybody. How does a but stab they... wound put someone in a coma. Oh. Well, he's an assassin. Like really, I mean, he knows which organs to stab and all that. But they really <laughs> need to um, fix up the frontage of that police station because I thought if that's, that's where a back the... alley. Well, yeah, it might like be, but back... still. If that's where the chief of police sets up his office and that's where he walks out, there's smoke and darkness and all kinds of shit in that alley. And that more than, I think <laughs> that alley has been like the death zone of at least three cops now. If that, or at least the where three of them have been attacked. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's no good. And maybe if you're talking about you know a potential double identity, the the, the greatest threat the city has seen in some time is also the district attorney. And you've, you're the only one with the evidence. Maybe don't walk outside talking about it on the phone. That's where I have a problem with it. Do it in your office, and then walk outside, and then you go, "Holy shit, he's got he's got bugs in there." Because mm. I think he already has. Otherwise, why would he have known to come up and attack the police officer? Short of seeing Oliver go into the office, but that could be about anything. He doesn't know that Oliver's going to spill that secret, mm. but he hears Oliver put that. You know, when we saw Oliver put the thing on the desk. And he goes, what is that? And he didn't say anything. I thought, holy shit, there's going to be a message on the phone. He's going to have a normal conversation with him, but there's going to be a message that keeps popping up on the phone actually telling him what's going on that we might be being listened to. Adrian Chase is the 
throwing Starkiller, blah, blah, blah. But they didn't do that, and that's fine. But then you have the dumb move that the police officer goes outside and, oh, yes, and when you track down about uh, this and throwing star, and I've got evidence to suggest who he is, and blah, 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 get back to me, stabs in the guts, you know? Like, it was just... Yeah. Who was he talking to? I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't know. And I'm disappointed, too, just quickly, that... It wasn't... Uh, it seems to be not Worf's voice anymore. Yeah, they've given that up because mm. he it's, did it without his mask. Yeah, well, he did in the video with Susan with the knife. Yeah. I don't think that was... I think that was Adrian Chase's voice or mm. whoever that actor is. Actually, speaking of voice, what was funny when Oliver was playing dress-ups yeah. in Russia and Anatoly <laughs> says, what have you done to your voice? That was funny. <laughs> it's hilarious because the thing is when, when Arrow first started five years ago, he wasn't doing anything with his voice then either, was he? He didn't have a he didn't have a voice changer. He didn't have a modulator. He was you know doing the yelling thing. Oh, he was doing the (laughs) doing it himself under the the hood thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Douche talk thing. Yeah, Yeah, I thought that was funny though. I still don't think I trust Susan. Could she somehow be working with him? Definitely. I'm not saying she definitely is, but definitely could be. With Prometheus, yeah, you still think. I don't know. I just don't 100% she trust beat her up for the some lot, reason. No, that, no, she would do that. They're all psychos. But I don't, I don't trust that scene that we saw. At the, other, the one thing that turned us off two weeks ago, the last Arrow episode, where Chase stopped her from getting in her car and they had that conversation by themselves. And she's like, I've got to go. He goes, No, it's a matter of you could call it life and death. Arrow. You know, that was the end of the scene or end of the episode. We find out this week she's been kidnapped. I don't think they're having that scene out in the open by themselves if they're in cohorts. They're not keeping up any charades when there's no one there to watch it, you know? Other than that, I would definitely subscribe to that theory that it's a possibility, but that scene really kills it for me, I think. And how obvious was it that he was going to kill his own wife? Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought as soon as she showed me, oh, you know you did. Well, it was obvious, and then she she didn't die straight away, and I'm like, Oh, maybe it's not obvious. Oh, no, there it is. Yeah, it yeah, is. Dead, <laughs> she died on the Regardless way. of the speed, that does say a lot about his character too. I mean, as soon as she didn't reveal herself to be part of the plan and she was just this lovely, innocent woman that happened to be married to this psycho, the fact that his mission, his revenge on Oliver is more important to him than absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Now, one question I have for you guys. While I thought early on in the episode where he, uh, Chase said to Oliver, you can torture me, I know what you're capable of, but you also know what I'm capable of, and I'm guessing I can hold out longer than Susan. I'm like, well, I'd take the chance, Oliver. You know, start pulling some fingernails out, start, you know, driving things into certain places. You could hurt him a lot in the time that she's probably going to stay alive. Maybe he's not prone to physical attacks. Let's mentally abuse the bastard. Let's start talking about his daddy. Because so far, that's what we've been told about Prometheus. But mm. then I thought, how do we know? That could just be something. He's seen that old crime lord guy, bad guy from season one that Oliver killed. And we're being told that's who his father is. That's why he's angry. As far as we know, that's not really the case. He's angry at him for another reason. But it's his, Or it's said- his father. But we don't know that that's the guy. Either way, start attacking him about the daddy issues. We don't necessarily mm. know who that father is. Definitely. But start attacking about his... Or even if there was a father. Because if if it's not that father, then maybe there's no father at all. Maybe it's another reason altogether. 
And maybe Talia that's, said it was. Maybe yeah, that's, that's just, just what, what he's told Talia. Tell her, yeah. And he doesn't even trust Talia, even when this whole thing started. It's interesting to hear that he's only been training with her for two years. Well, that when was you think the that thing. He could have been doing it for five, but maybe he was preparing for it for three or four. Yeah. Mm. And then after that. Now, the only reason I bring up the daddy thing is that in that scene, when they're looking over Captain Pike in a coma at the hospital, Oliver grabs him and then realizes, no, I can't do this. And Chase says, well. We're going to have to find another way to do this because if you kill me, you're really only killing yourself. Yeah. Come the end of the episode, is it Anna? Who's Anatoly? He's the good the guy. Russian good he's the guy. good guy. Yeah. Or who's the bad guy that's taken over the Bratva? Oh, I can't remember. I don't Either know way. His name, I call he's him got the, guy the arrow. From Damien. <laughs> yeah. He's got the arrow through the <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. Oliver's standing over him and. He says to uh, Oliver, oh, you are... Uh, I forget what he said to Oliver. Oliver goes, no, I'm the man that's going to kill you. He goes, are you Oliver under that hood? He goes, no, I'm not Oliver, but I'm the man who's going to kill you. Further you know, adding to that yeah. whole dual personality thing. And the Russian guy says back to him, you could kill me, but you'd only be killing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So both bad guys in this episode said exactly the same line. And as we've always said, we're the dumb audience... What does that mean? That a Russian crime lord from five years ago yeah. says exactly the same line as this guy who is missing his dead father says to Oliver in our present day. Well, we've always said that the the and it's always been the case, the flashbacks lead into somehow the actual current, current storyline. Yep. Mm. So somehow it still has to happen. I mean Dolph has to come back eventually. Yes. Speaking of coming back, when Oliver got shot with the arrow by Talia, mm. I thought it was going to be little old mate that we haven't seen in about half a season, who was working with Prometheus. Oh, who was on team Artemis. Artemis. Yeah, where the hell is she? Where is she? Yeah. I didn't expect it to be um, Talia. I thought it was Art. As soon as the arrow was, I was like, oh, it's, it's Artemis. Yeah. Mm. Maybe she has uh, an even smaller contract than Thea. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the case. It'll be interesting to see her locked up in a similar cell wherever Ola's being kept prisoner, that Artemis is there and she's only realised in hindsight that Prometheus was using her. And maybe not now that she sees the error in her ways, but Prometheus is like, thanks for helping me bring him down and you're no good either. I'm locking you up. Because as we've seen, he doesn't care about his wife. Why should he be caring about anybody? So how is Oliver going to be tortured now because it's he says something about I'm going to um, help you discover who you really are mm. wow, what does that mean does that lead back to the Russian thing does it mean that Oliver's going to have one by one everyone that he cares about brought down there and well that's ultimately I think front. what Prometheus wants isn't it yeah. everyone gradually but help you discover who you really are a killer yeah I'm, yeah yeah I don't know. Yeah. There's lots of dialogue that's been said throughout all of these shows, particularly Flash and now Arrow, that we're trying to pull apart. I hope that the dialogue actually leads somewhere and it's not just us banging on about some, you know, just a throwaway <laughs> line that they put in there that means nothing. <laughs> and that just reminds me, that whole end there that of what we mentioned earlier, that I wish... They would have just arrested Chase in that office. You know, he goes, give me one goddamn reason why I shouldn't, you know, put a bullet in your ass or whatever. Quentin said to him, he goes, well, you know, your friend's locked up and if you want him coming back in pieces, yeah, I mean, you could do that. And right then and there as a viewer alone, I'm thinking, yeah, well, I trust Oliver getting out of any mm. situation more than I trust Susan. I can, un yeah. I can fully understand why they would continually let 
Prometheus get away for the sake of saving Susan. Oliver, though, even though he's got help, and they would probably know that Oliver uh, that Prometheus has got help, I would trust that if you put Prometheus away, you shoot him, you kill him, whatever, that Oliver's got a better chance of getting away now that Prometheus isn't around. Yeah. Of course, they're not going to do that, but I don't know. I just want to, I want to see now how much role this Talia plays along because she left saying, make sure that he hurts, you know, and so is she going to stick around for it or is she leaving Prometheus to do the job by himself? Well, she is the glue at the moment that is connecting Russia. Yeah. And the flashbacks. So I suspect that she will be there next week. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I was going to say before, Terry, about Vigilante is, Mm. is Vigilante going to be the figure that's going to come forward by the end of this season and help to overcome Prometheus? Work with Arrow. Work with, yeah, I hope so. And become a new member of the team, maybe. That, maybe. That would be something. But at least turn up and say, look, you know, I understand that we don't always see eye to eye, yeah. but Prometheus is my... Hey, he threw me off a roof. I'm, I'm here. Let's do this. Yeah. Because mm. have we seen him since the roof? No. No. Maybe, you know, the new chick, the, the Helix chick. Maybe she's vigilante. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm going to write that one down as a prediction. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I thought the same thing. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I thought, wow, she... She is yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. And there's some weird stuff going on with her too. So, And as we've learnt from the DA, we need to suspect everybody. See, let's go back to Flash. And it's always new characters that end yeah. up being... Who is Prometheus? Not Prometheus. Savitar. Savitar. Who is Savitar? Julia. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> or Iris. I'm down for two. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, you think it's Jay? I don't think. I, you think it's a stretch, mate? Yeah, and Iris is not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> could still be. Could be Jesse. It could be Jesse. I've got plans for you. Maybe. All right. So next week is a special crossover episode. Uh, yes. Yep. Uh, Sarah doesn't watch Supergirl, and I don't want to put her through something she doesn't have to go through, especially if it's going to be an ordeal, <laughs> um, which she already considers it to be an ordeal. I want to know from either of you two whether Sarah needs to watch it or not. So, are you able to kick off slightly earlier than me? Maybe one of you? Take one I for probably, the team? I should be able to. And then let me Jason's know. Because Jason's not going to watch it. So, he's refusing to watch those two episodes. So, I will be watching them by myself. So, I probably can start early. Yeah. And you can just, you know, get into it and say, oh, Barry's in it. All the time, you're going to need to... She, yep. Sarah's going to need to watch it, and then that'll be fine. Yeah. Mm. I can do that. I can take on for the team. All right. Yeah. yeah you can <laughs> confirm, because, again, I don't know anything, but from what I'm, you know, piecing together, is that it's going to be very much like the last crossover, and it's all going to be about Supergirl, and maybe a Barry or a Flash crossover tease happens at the end of Supergirl, and then it all flows into... The actual Flash. Uh, I hope episode. it's more of a crossover. A proper crossover. It's just sucks when they half do it. it sucks. <laughs> I tell you. Or at least have more inconsequential stuff. Like you were saying before, they have a meeting in Jitters and the legends are in the background mm. or Supergirl's in the background somehow. Yeah. Just yep. cool stuff that we get, but you don't necessarily have to get if you're only watching Supergirl. Yeah. 
Make it good. Make it, make it <laughs> awesome. Okay, scores. Terry, you're oh, up. Go. Me first. I'm going to have to revise. Shit. M- Mitch, you're up. Arrow yeah. Flash Legends. You just put Arrow first because you know I put No, it. never. And I mean, you could say that and also say that I put Legends last because it'll piss you off. But no, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I actually had the complete opposite, but I don't know. I had Legends Flash Arrow. So Flash was still number two. What? Yeah. Go back to what is last. Arrow. I put Arrow last and Legends first. <laughs> you can't be serious that this week Arrow was worse than Legends. I was annoyed by the holes. What I considered to be plot floor. You know, oh, Talia and, oh, my, you killed my dad. And I just, uh, I hate that. But yet you've got a show. And last night I watched Alice Through the Looking Glass. Have you both seen New that? New one to Netflix? I've no, I haven't. got no interest in watching that. Right. So <laughs> an, a Disney Alice in Wonderland Are you saying that was better than Legends has of Tomorrow? has a better <laughs> handle on time travel than the Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> I was watching it going, wow, this is easier to follow and makes more sense than bloody Legends. And you're going to put that above Arrow this week. Uh-huh. Shit ass. <laughs> All right, so the score. Bring it home, Ben. What did you... You haven't told us what yours is. Oh, yeah. I've just <laughs> written down my score. <laughs> well, in a surprise move, I'm going to go Flash first. And yep. then Arrow. And then... You are not. Arrow. Then <laughs> Legends down the bottom. Where it deserves to be this week. The Legends take the piss out of themselves. They are... are it's crap. They know it's crap. And they embrace their crapness. Whereas Arrow's... Too serious. I know that they do. And then has so many stupid plot flaws in it. So the final scores this week. (laughs) Flash has seven. Arrow has six. Legends has five. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mitchell, what else is happening on Get Into Geek? Uh, Well, through our partnership with Events Cinemas and their In the House cult film classics program uh, for the uh, first half of 2017, we are reviewing all these films. And uh, just gone last Friday was The Untouchables. Next up, next Friday night, if you've got an In the House uh, program playing at an event cinema near you, Fight Club. And all I can say is if you want to go and see Fight Club for In the House, book now because they are selling quick. I think this is going to be the biggest seller of the entire program. Jump on board eventcinemas.com.au Otherwise we are reviewing each and every movie that is on the program as they come about so last week was The Untouchables. You can check that out on our SoundCloud and iTunes podcasts. Uh, This week in movies Power Rangers is coming out this week and I know from uh, the, the geek boys of the Get Into Movies team we are very excited about this. We are also very nervous about this. Check back on Thursday for the first word, our word uh, for Power Rangers, both a spoilers and non-spoilers chat. Otherwise, we've got uh, all of these up if you want to go back and check out any DC chat if you are joining us for the first time. All of our previous episodes available on the SoundCloud and iTunes podcast. On our sideshow, Get Into Gate, it's back. We talk Stargate, SG-1, one episode per week, and a team member of ours had never seen it. We started it off a little while ago. We're finally about to hit the season finale this Sunday. We've moved days, Stargate Sundays. We just had an episode go up uh, on the weekend. Season, which season finale? Season one. You're still many, on season one. How many really, seasons really are there? We kick things off in like Well, August it doesn't get good until season nine. Shut <laughs> up. Shut <laughs> up. Jack O'Neill's not in it. Shut <laughs> up. That's all up there. Get into gates. <laughs> Uh, you can check all that out uh, on uh, on 
Are you going to do Atlantis as well? We will eventually when we universe? get up there. Yes, yeah. We're still trying to decide whether we're going to go one for one once Atlantis starts, or whether we're just going to finish SG One, go back and start Atlantis. No, that no, is you've years. got to do it. You've got to do it as it chronologically. That's what I want to do because well, otherwise do. it doesn't make sense, it's especially it. for the guy watching it. Yeah, because you've got those crossover episodes. Exactly. It's a team. It's a team decision, but that's my vote. I mean, we're five years away from doing that, let's be honest. But uh, Well, the rate you're going, you're yeah. uh, more than five years. But we had two months off. Never going to happen again, okay? We're going to get some oh, better never going to happen again. <laughs> it's another prediction. <laughs> GetIntoGeek.com